Today we're going to talk about women and this women's strength, the strength that is inherent in women. And it comes uh, at a good time following our podcast from last week on the Rosenthal effect. Mm -hmm. We were kind of talking a little bit about expectations and, and how people tend to meet and, and live up to or down to, mm -hmm. whichever the case, our expectations. Right. And so today we're going to talk about uh, the strength of women. Right. What makes women strong? Yeah. Right. Um, fascinating article. I would recommend this to anybody. Right. Um, from medium.com, the link's in the show notes. Right, right. And I would recommend this article to anybody because it really creates a whole new perspective yeah. on um, men and women athletes mm -hmm. yeah. and what women are capable of doing. And it comes from a woman who was raised by her grandmother mm -hmm. and she talks about her grandmother building a stone wall. It right. begins with this thing where this, this woman was in her 80s. Mm -hmm. and that, that's the other thing. The grandmother was in her 80s and she was building this stone wall. So mm -hmm. she was lifting these heavy boulders, you know, mm -hmm. to build this stone enclosure. And uh, the, the girl, the, the woman who wrote this article when she was a young girl, wasn't terribly impressed because it's just what, grandmother, what her grandmother did yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, and she never gave it much thought. But as the granddaughter grew up and um, then became an athlete herself and a professional, she started to look into this a little more carefully. Yeah. And she's made some fascinating discoveries yeah. that we want to share with you today. Yeah. Well, some of the some of the specifics that she throws in there are, are some statistics, which I think are, are fascinating. Right. Uh, because she talks about the differences between um, men and women. Right. Um, you know, mm -hmm. and again, we're thinking uh, she started out primarily talking about athletics. Right. Um, right. And so the time differences in, in running different distances or, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, and how how there was this massive um, difference between the fastest male and the fastest female. Right. Right. Um, especially back, what, 40, 50 years ago or, or so. Not even that far, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. Um, mm -hmm. But how more recently those numbers are starting to change. That's right, that's right. And all of this is based on a book called The Pursuit of Endurance uh, mm -hmm. by Jennifer Farr Davis. And the thesis of her book is, as you said, we tend to look at women we tend to judge women athletes by male traits. Right. And that, that's the central thesis mm -hmm. of this whole thing, is that we tend to think about women in the same way we think about men. You right. know, how fast do you run this race? Or right. How quickly or how much weight can you lift? Uh, there's a wonderful thing. Uh, we just finished Wimbledon. And there's this discussion about men and women tennis players. Right. You know, could Serena Williams beat Andy Roddick or mm -hmm. you know, uh, Roger. Roger Federer? And it's an unfair comparison. Uh, Chris uh, Everett, mm -hmm. uh, her brother, played tennis. And she said that um, she was the top woman in her field. She couldn't play tennis against her brother. He was just, and he wasn't a top player, right. but he was just a very good male player. And she said it's not a fair comparison because you're, you're comparing two different things. She right. said she couldn't play on the same court with her brother, though she was number one in the world, and he right. was number you know, something or other down at the... Yeah. teens and 20s. Um, and so there are those kinds of comparisons. It makes for good theater. Um, Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs, you know, that, mm -hmm. that mat, uh, uh, match of the sex, whatever it was, of the sexes, battle of the sexes. But in this article, she's talking about a very different perspective. Well, just one other thing real quick. Mm -hmm. I, I recently learned um, that, that I had not 
I did not know before. Um, you, you mentioned that we often refer, we, we often um, relate and, and evaluate mm -hmm. women based upon male um, standards or traits. Right. Um, I recently learned from a friend that the um, the crash test dummy mm -hmm. <laughs> is based upon the 50th percentile male. Right. As though everyone's body is built exactly the same, and right. you know, mm -hmm. um, as though women's bodies are based, and, right. and so when they, and then when they tried to um, adjust it to uh, a, a female body, right. they just took it and just made it a little bit smaller. Okay, but it's still, it, it, it's just, it's just fascinating that there are these sort of intrinsic things in our society, right. where it, it's just sort of, uh, sort of a given that we are, you know evaluating or estimating or making statements or judgments about female women right. um, based upon male standards or male expectations. That's right. Because it's only been in the modern, I mean, it's only been recently that women have competed in any of these right. games, okay, that we've, we've even had. And, and we just finished the uh, soccer. Soccer World Cup. Women's, women's mm -hmm. Soccer World Cup. And what was one of the main talking points? Right. Um, in, uh, uh, the difference between right. what male... Male soccer players are well paid. Pretty well paid. Not pretty well paid. Yeah. I mean, like everything east of the Mississippi mm -hmm. um, for some of these guys. I mean, yeah. hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Women don't make anywhere near that. So we still have income disparity mm -hmm. today. I mean, like last month. Okay. Right. And so we're still making these comparisons. What she talks about in her book and what this article talks about is um, let's stop comparing women based on male events, mm -hmm. male, a man's performance in certain events, right. okay? Uh, for example, she hiked the Appalachian, and she begins by saying she hiked, this woman hiked the Appalachian Trail in 46 days. Mm -hmm. now, the Appalachian Trail is 2,200 miles, okay? So she hiked it, and that record stood from 2011 to 2015. Mm -hmm. So it was a, a major accomplishment yeah. for a woman, okay? What she then talks about is men's advantages. Mm -hmm. And there are things that men do better than women. Mm -hmm. And one of them is that they lift heavier objects. They can lift heavier objects. And the reason is, is because men have uh, more upper body muscle. Mm -hmm. Okay, their, their pectoral muscles and shoulders. Right. And Generally muscle. speaking. Generally speaking, right. men have much more well-developed um, upper body muscle. And they also can run short distances faster mm -hmm. because they men have longer, leaner muscles. Mm -hmm. And that allows for very quick mm -hmm. uh, propulsion. Right. Um, and you can get to top speed within three steps. Right. Okay. And because of their muscles, not because, right. of, because of the type of muscle. It's not because they have more muscle. It's the type of muscle right. that they have that allows them to do that. However, women because of the type of muscles they have, have other types of advantages, mm -hmm. okay? And you were talking earlier about how times mm -hmm. are, uh, uh, are being closing. reduced, are closing, mm -hmm. okay? So that in 1976, the fastest man w ran a marathon in two hours and eight minutes. Right and women ran it two hours and 38 minutes. Right, so there was a 30 minute difference between the fastest male marathoner and the fastest female marathoner right. almost, in 1976. Yeah, almost 20%, it's like 18 and almost 19% difference. Right. In 2012, 
the difference was 11 minutes. Right. Okay. So, right. so it went from, the, the males went from two minutes, two hours, eight minutes to two hours, four minutes. Yeah, they shaved four minutes off. Right. Women went from two hours, 38 minutes to two hours, 15 minutes. Almost 25 minutes, 23 right. minutes. Okay. So that women are getting better. Right. Uh, they're not quite what men are doing yet. But you right. can see the gap closing. Right. I mean, now instead of an eight, a nineteen percent difference, you have a two percent difference. Right. Okay, so that in these kinds of long distance races, mm -hmm. women are closing. They may never close it in a hundred yard dash, right. but they're closing it in longer distances. Right. Okay, because of the because of what they do. Right. Um, swimming is the same thing. In in um, nineteen twenty eight. Uh, Johnny Weissmuller. Remember Johnny Weissmuller? He was Tarzan. Did you ever see the old Tarzan yeah. things? That Johnny Weissmuller. Mm -hmm. He won the he won the one hundred meters in fifty eight point six seconds, and now women have way, gone way beyond that. Right. So in swimming, women are way beyond already mm -hmm. what men. He won the Olympics in nineteen twenty eight. Women are far surpassing yeah. that now. Okay. The problem with has been that we have few data on women. Right. Okay, um, we, we measure everything by this male standard and women are supposed to catch right. up, I guess, or something, well, they're not catching. Well, they're not going to catch up in certain kinds of events. Right. Okay, the, the short distances, right. the heavy lifting, they're not gonna ever make up that distance because physiologically, they have a different type of muscle. Right. The, I think that the concerning thing to me is mm -hmm. that we, we start to generalize some of this to other things. So we, we right. think about some of these physical things Right. Some of these physical feats that uh, where there is this difference between males and females, and we right. and we know that we know that hormones mm -hmm. play an important role in that. I mean, testosterone right. does things to your muscles that is different than what estrogen does to your muscles. That's I mean, right. it's just mm -hmm. different. And so when you're when you have testosterone coursing through your body, mm -hmm. it's going to do something different to the way that your muscles um, form and um, and and develop than if that. Testosterone is not there. That's right. I mean, that's what a teenage boy does. He's right. producing testosterone, and that's when muscles start to develop. Right. And um, until you go through puberty, I mean, if you if you're a boy and you don't go through puberty until you're 15, right. my son was talking about that the other night, and he said he didn't have that adolescent growth right. spurt in high school, and so he said I just wasn't big enough to do anything right. on those larger fields. He had the athletic ability mm -hmm. to play sports. But he, he simply wasn't big enough right. because he didn't go. Once he went through puberty, right. then he grew. But right. it, it was later, he was in his late teens and early 20s right. before he finally had that real big growth spurt. Right. Now he's tall, you know, he's big and muscled and mm -hmm. has all that because the testosterone has done its work right. and it has sculpted his physique. Right. Okay? But when he was 15 or 16, he looked like a 12-year-old. Right. Okay. And, and, and but part of the concern is that, again, we generalize some of these things to other events other um characteristics and so mm -hmm. um like like school you know last week we were talking about right. the rosenthal effect right and and you know the what effect rosenthal jacobs there you go <laughs> we're giving credit we're the to only the ones author. we're the only ones that's calling it that by the way so <laughs> we're giving credit to the second author that's right um the, so but we were, we were talking about that because students tend to live up to and meet your expectation whether it's a high expectation or a low expectation right. they're going to meet mm -hmm. that expectation and, and there is something that happens around between fourth and sixth grade, right. for example, oh. where we begin to expect or anticipate or believe that girls are going to drop in their performance, especially in mathematics and science. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know of any scientifically well. Right. Um, you can see girls go from 
being very confident mm -hmm. in math and science um, in, in early to mid elementary yeah. to hating math and science by the time they're in middle school, but for no apparent, I mean, there's, there's, no, there's no real reason for that. There's no biological, there's sociological, sociological explanations, right. um, expectations, um, even, even what girls, girls don't want to compete with boys. Um, they don't want to compete each other. The boys will compete. Mm -hmm. Boys will compete at anything. But girls don't want to be, many girls are socialized not to compete against boys. Right. Okay. That's what they want to do is they want to have a boyfriend, mm -hmm. not a competitor. Right. Okay. Uh, that's a social issue. Right. Not, not a biological issue. Right. No biological reason. Girls outperform boys in elementary school for generations. Um, it's not until middle school and high school that boys catch up. Right. But if I think they catch girls up, let, girls let them catch up. And right, the, the re more recent research suggests that boys aren't. Um, that that, no. that girls are actually, I mean, there's more girls going to college, there's more girls succeeding in college, more girls going to post-college um, uh, graduate professional schools. It's like than, 75% right. are, are, are women. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the, the numbers are, are becoming ridiculous, but we have to, I guess the reason that we're talking about this today is because this is an important thing for us to acknowledge mm -hmm. um, when we're raising girls. That's right. Because mm -hmm. we need to make sure that our girls don't grow up thinking that they are, you know, that they're going to be second to, mm -hmm. to any male, um, right. you know, inherently for any particular reason, that, right. they, that they have just as many opportunities, <laughs> just as many options, and that they have just as many skills and attributes that to, to lead right. to success as any male does. That's right. And what this says to me is, if you have a daughter, your daughter may not lift as much weight as a man, mm -hmm. but it has nothing to do how she's going to do a math class. I mean, she can compete right. against men in math right. and many other things. Right. You know? um, yeah, in Doesn't these mean areas, she can't build a stone wall right. when she's eighty something years old. When she's eighty old. years old, that's right. She can still build a stone wall. Um, so yes, there are many things you can do. Right. Okay. The one of the differences in women that, or one of the many differences in women that they talk about in this article, is that women have more pain tolerance right. than men, mm -hmm. okay? And in the 2018 Boston Marathon, mm -hmm. uh, there was a freezing rain, it was mm -hmm. very cold. Um, Boston Marathon's run, I think, in April, March or April. Something like that. And you can have freezing, I mean, you can have snow mm -hmm. in Boston in April. Um, so it happened to be a very <clears throat> cold rain. Um, the dropout rate was 80% among men and 12% among women. So not how many women, how many, Percentages, 80%, the dropout rate for men was 80%, the dropout rate for women was 12%. Right. So women have more endurance. Right. Okay? They could, they'll, they'll outlast you. Right. Okay? And, and, the, and, and the pain tolerance, I think, is, is important. They can endure more. Right. Um, because, because that is, you know. Which would make them better at long distances. Right. Because whereas men wear out, women can keep going. Right. So in short distances, men, are, men have better times. In long distances, women will probably outlast men, right. okay? And <clears throat> running long distances. Uh, the desert solstice mm -hmm. run, you know, these mega, right. 100, Ultra marathons. 100, almost 163 miles. A woman ran it in um, 24 hours, okay? Ahead, uh, 10 hours ahead of the males. Right. So she, she was 10 hours right. ahead of the males, okay? Because on those long distances, women have more endurance, right. okay? So in long distances, women are inherently superior. Right. So now you have to have men trying to catch the women, right. okay? Uh, but they tire out because of the type of muscles they right. have, okay? Yeah, and, and you know, we tend to focus primarily on um, 
on the short distances because, mm. well, first of all, I think because our, our attention span is so short, um, to see a guy run 100 meters in, in nine seconds <laughs> is, is easy. Um, or, 100 meters in nine seconds because right. it, that's that's fun to watch and it only takes nine seconds to see it <laughs> um you know to watch somebody run something in 24 hours right you know that's mm -hmm. uh, we don't have the attention span for that but I imagine that feat i mean mm -hmm. to run for 24 hours right mm -hmm. 160 some odd 160, miles almost 100 almost 106 uh, 163 miles yeah and there's another one that's 238 miles again one by a woman Hours ahead of all the men. Yeah. Okay. So these long, long, long distances, yeah. women tend to do better. Right. Same with swimming. Right. Women, women tend to. There's a, a 28 and a half mile Catalina Channel swim. Right. Diana Nyad, Diana Nyad, who is no well known long distance swimmer, um, 22 minutes faster yeah. than the men. Yeah. Okay. So again, in those sorts of things, women yeah. do much better. Right. You mentioned the there's a hormonal difference. Right. Okay. The difference. Testosterone and estrogen create, build mm -hmm. different kinds of muscles. Right. Okay, testosterone builds bigger muscles mm -hmm. than estrogen, but estrogen um, alters carbohydrate, fat, and protein metabolism, so that women have more endurance. The right. the estrogen gives them more endurance mm -hmm. because estrogen affects the metabolism of mm -hmm. nutrients in a way that testosterone right. does not. Yeah. So yes, males have advantages for certain events, women have advantages for other kinds of events. Okay, right. um, w Because of this metabolic difference, women's muscles tire more slowly than men's muscles. Right. Okay, So they have some metabolic advantage mm -hmm. that we don't have. Right. Okay, um, Women are also more flexible. Mm -hmm. There's um, um, that's pre that's pretty well known. I mean, women are yeah. women tend to be more flexible than men again because women's muscles stretch because they're different structure, different composition. Mm -hmm. They they're right. they're more flexible than men's muscles. Uh, you've heard of muscle being muscle bound. Right. And men can become muscle bound quite easily. Yeah. Uh, women are more accurate shooters, uh, right. uh, rifles and bows and arrows and that sort of thing. You're a soccer coach. Mm -hmm. You fourteen and you twelve. Uh -huh. Who would win, girls team or boys team? It, it's difficult. U twelve. U twelve. Depending on the girl, depending on the coach, probably the girls team. Girls team. That's yeah. that's typically what happens. Yeah. U fourteen and U twelve. Yeah. When you play boys against girls, yeah. at those ages, the girls usually win. Yeah, because girls have usually hit puberty, um, and all by then. So there, uh, there was a um, we we had a meeting for uh, parents and players. Uh, not long ago, and we were talking mm -hmm. about getting ready for college, um, and those who want to look for look at for what, what age to scouts. Was this? Uh, well, this is just for it was for soccer in general, and what oh. they were talking what we were talking about um, some of these guys who used to coach um, college. They were saying that um, that they will start looking at girl uh, female players, girls girl players um, as freshmen in high school. Oh, high school freshmen. Even even um, college scouts will start looking. Will, will begin looking at. Mm -hmm. um, High school freshmen, uh, girls for uh, for recruitment, they won't even they won't even look at boys until they're at least juniors. Really? Um, maybe not even until they're seniors, um, because that's um, they said that by the time their girls are 14, 15 years old, um, they have they have um, matured, and so this is you know you can really see what they're going to be able to do mm -hmm. by that age. 
uh, whereas boys, um, it's not until until they get through puberty, until they get through that um, that phase where their muscles are really building in, in the um, through that testosterone-induced state. Yeah, you sort of see the same thing in tennis, too. Mm -hmm. At those ages, the girls and boys play evenly. And it's not until you get to later high school Mm -hmm. that boys, some boys, start to dominate. A a handful of boys will start to dominate in high school. But you're right, at the younger ages. So prior to Prior to age 12, essentially prior to puberty, yeah. there are no differences. Right. Girls perform as well as boys in everything. Physically, and in yeah. fact, girls may perform better than boys in, in many things. It's not until this, and it's not until puberty, it's not until testosterone mm-hmm. and estrogen begin to exert yeah. their effect that you don't get better, you get different. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Estrogen has a metabolic effect that creates a certain kind of muscle and more endurance. Testosterone has its effect directly on muscles, right. you know, the, the muscles become bigger right. uh, and shorter, they're a different type, except in the legs, they're longer, right. so you can run shorter distances faster. Right. So. so again, so, you know, we have all these implications for physicality and, and, mm-hmm. and sport and, and, and those kinds of things, and women's <clears throat> ability to endure more um, discomfort and pain mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, but I think that it, again, kind of goes back to what we talked about in academics and in right. expectations and general life expectations, you know, it's it's unbelievable that we continue to live um, in the 21st century. Right. As you, you said last week, it, we're entering into we're, we're finishing the second decade of the 21st century, um, and yet we still live in a world where um, women are paid less and have um, mm-hmm. aren't you know don't. Um, have not uh, sat in the in the seats of you know as many CEO positions and you know upper management positions and office of the presidency and, and, and those kinds of um, right. positions. It's, it's unbelievable that that hasn't happened yet, and it's really, I think, uh, a lot of it is rooted in those expectations and, right. and just the history of um, the, the patriarchal history that we have um, here in the states. When was Title Nine? Was Title Nine in 1972 or 1976? It was one of those. Yeah. It, was, it was in the early 70s. Title IX, mm-hmm. which was supposed to give equality. Yeah. 1970s, which was like 40, almost 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, And we're still talking about, yeah. we just did a podcast on these differences. Yeah. You know, that we're, we're kind of, we don't have enough data mm-hmm. on women. Uh, the data we do have is beginning to show that um, there are important differences between the two. Absolutely. And maybe we ought to be careful about what kind of comparisons we right. make. Because in terms of school, in terms of the kind of sporting events that they're going to participate in, there are no differences between men right. and women, except the obvious biological differences. You know, men have bigger brains because they have bigger bodies. They don't have better brains, they have bigger brains. Okay? Right. Because we have bigger Structurally, bodies. Structurally, right. it's bigger. So, it doesn't mean that they function better. better. Or that no. they can problem they solve don't. better or anything like that. Right. Um, just physiologically, they're bigger. Right. Girls have many advantages. The problem is that we've... Our measurements are based on men, right. not women. Like right. you said, the crash test dummies. You know, right. nobody takes the typical woman; they take the typical man. Right. You know? right. Um, and so, well, still some work to do. Yeah. I guess. So if, you, so if you're raising girls, um, if you're teaching girls, if you're raising girls, um, if you are a girl, um, don't um, don't create artificial limitations. Um, yeah. You know, we think it, we. We, we refer to it so often now that it becomes sort of, uh, it misses its emphasis, emphasis the, mm-hmm. the idea of the glass ceiling. Right. Um, it, it is a real thing um, mm-hmm. that, that so many women are, are, are hitting their heads against because they're, they're trying to, to push themselves and you know, we have this uh, glass ceiling there. 
you know, if you're raising girls, encourage them, push them, believe in them, um, help them uh, get to a place where they can um, accomplish all the goals that they want to accomplish and don't make allow them to feel limited um, based upon their gender right. um, because there, there's absolutely nothing about their gender that should limit them in any way. Um, mm -hmm. Some of the, the, the brightest, uh, most talented, skilled people um, I know are women mm -hmm. oh, and, and there, there's absolutely no reason to, to feel as though um, or believe that they should be limited in any way right. um, whatsoever. Right. And so, you know, when we talk about differences, there are differences yeah. uh, between men and women, okay? Th this notion that men and women are equal. No, they're not equal. Uh, women are better at some things than men, and men are, men are better at some things than women. And they're equal in a lot of things. Right. Academically, um, cognitively, they're, they're the same, right. okay? Physically, there are some differences, mm -hmm. but I think we ought to be talking about the, I mean, if you're gonna to talk to your girls, you're not better than or equal to, you're better at some things, you're not as good at other things. So give your daughters these realistic, but have very high expectations. Right. That's where we began by talking about the Rosenthal-Jacobs effect, is that you have to have the expectation. Right. Don't, there's no reason for girls to do any less well in math and science than boys, right? But biologically, cognitively, they're the same, right? Okay, so. yeah, and and it comes down to, to our belief, and and again, these are these are based upon aggregate data, mm -hmm. right? So men overall are better in this, and women mm -hmm. overall are better than that. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, th th there are women who are excellent because they had extra testosterone during their um, puberty right. or stages of mm -hmm. development, and there's men who are good at the other because they had maybe not as much testosterone, a little mm -hmm. bit more estrogen during those times of development. Um, so we, we have some of those um, individual differences, right. but you know, a lot of this is just aggregate data based upon right. know, overall averages. Uh, averages so. Right. so yeah, it's a tough topic to talk about because you certainly don't want to present as though you're saying, um, you know, this, these, this group is better than this group or that group is better than that yeah. group. But when you're, when you're looking at, again, overall and, and just some of the um, biological mm -hmm. differences, um, and, 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 and again, it's important to mention the biological differences. Right. We're not talking about functional differences. We're not talking about cognitive or intellectual differences um, or, or ability mm -hmm. um, to, to um, problem solve or create or anything like that. We're just talking about physical. Physical difference, right? Based yeah. on that study, right. article. So. Yeah, the, uh, the the book is um, the um, pursuit of endurance. Yes. And um, if you're interested in, in, in reading the whole book, um, and it discusses the differences between men and women. Yeah. yeah very useful. Very helpful. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. All right. That is it then for today. Until next time. Stay happy. Stay healthy. And forget to be afraid.